Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Ford Lincoln Kia Hyundai. A great new inventory, the best. In pre-owned inventory, all at Sunbury Motors guarantee, by the way. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Roots 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. All right, time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Harden up top, being hounded by Holiday. Nine to shoot for Brooklyn. In the black, going left to right. Milking a one-point lead. Harden holds. Holiday all over him. Finds Durant. Working right. Put up three. Good! KD! Nets by four! Yeah, what a night for Kevin Durant. He had 49 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists. The call on WFAN. The... uh, Look... It was a fabulous performance. But I had somebody sitting to me and says, and man, he played 48 minutes. I'm like, whoop de do. Really? What do you think? Jordan? What, Jordan played 20 minutes? What, Jordan played 48 minutes all the time. Bird, 48 minutes. Magic, 48 minutes. I mean, come on. Let's, let's, let's not pretend this was some sort of, on minutes played, it was some sort of mythical performance. No. But... The 49.17 rebounds, 10 assists, huge, huge. No getting around it. And that was uh, a great performance. Great performance. And it didn't hurt that Jeff Green under the category of you need somebody else to step up. Jeff Green out of nowhere stepped up and had 27 points. So that was another big moment as well. Matt was all excited, by the way, in the emails about the suit being back. I saw. There's no mention of you here at all. <laughs> wow. He started talking about IndyCar, right? You know, we had to do the predictions on Friday, and he's going about you know passing at Detroit and the whole thing. And, you know, I left the room. Um, I came back. He was still talking about it. Like, uh, like okay. oh my almighty! It's like my goodness. All right, so yeah, the playoffs going on in the NBA. And a lot of guys, despite all the load management, boy, guys are getting hurt. Kawhi Leonard is not playing game five. Knee. They're worried he might have an ACL. Mike Conley hasn't been playing. 
Chris Paul is now in COVID protocol. Kyrie Irving is out. James Harden returned, and he was really rusty. I mean, he, he gave it everything. Yeah, he played 45 minutes last night. Coming back from injury, that's not easy. I mean, I thought load management was supposed to cure all this. But there are a lot of guys out. So you've got the Nets up three games to two on the Bucks. Sixers and Hawks are tied at two game of, games apiece. And as they were blowing the lead the other night, I could see you pacing back and forth, holding the baby. Yeah, that wasn't a pretty night. You had to look down a little mark and say, hey, it's all right, it's good. <laughs> Come on. Who cares about Joel Embiid? You got the little guy. Life's good for you. It was good. Sure, the Yankees are 4-11 and in their last 15. <laughs> Everything's fine. Uh, I think the Sixers, despite Joel Embiid concerns, bounce back tonight. So, Yeah, he's 0-12 for 12 in the second half. Look, that happens. You know, I've, over the years, I've really that's, – that's one of the things that over the years, some nights you don't have it. And – with all the experience of all the games I've called in my career, some the really good ones, most nights they have it, and every once in a while they don't have it. Now, fans don't want that explanation. There has to be some semblance of like negativity and hate somewhere. Oh, sometimes you don't have it. It's just the way it goes. And that's my experience from broadcasting 40 years of games right in front of me. Some nights you got it. The really good ones have it on most nights, and sometimes you don't have it. And sometimes as a team, you don't have it. It happens. Hard to explain, but it happens. And then the Clippers and the Jazz are tied at two apiece. Game five coming up, and Leonard probably is not going to play. And the Suns have already swept the Nuggets. In the NHL, Vegas... Shea Theodore was super the other night, as was uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. Beat the Canadians 4-1. And Montreal played a terrific first period and just couldn't get any traction. Despite playing really well in puck possession, right, uh, ice position, everything. Just couldn't, they couldn't score. And the Islanders and the Lightning are tied at one game apiece after Tampa Bay won 4-2 last night. So that's where the playoffs stand right now. How about your guy, Gabe Kapler? How about that? Your guy, Gabe Kapler. Want to talk about more unexplainable things in baseball right now? They're winning. They're winning. Mike Yastrzemski had a big grand slam last night. But look at what they've done. They have gone out, and in what could be the toughest division in baseball, because it includes the Dodgers and San Diego, the Giants have a one-game lead over the Dodgers, and they're five up on the Padres. Wow. They have the best record in the National League. 
and they're only one behind Tampa Bay in total wins. How about that? That is, I mean, Captain Analytics. Huh? No good! No good! No good! I think it's, I, I mean, think about it. It's kind of remarkable. Nobody has talked about this. Now, I don't know whether, look, I have not watched any Giants games this season. Uh, and obviously my chance to watch the Giants this weekend went by the boards. I'm not going to go to Peacock to watch. Okay? Sorry. Again, another Major League another major league Baseball move that just reeks of no common sense. No common sense. You offer it free on Peacock to stream in conjunction with your TV networks. That way, younger people who like to stream, instead of maybe paying full freight for cable, can watch it. Instead of now making everybody go to... I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. you got to be kidding me. I'm not doing that. Right. And I'd like to see the Giants play, actually, a little bit. You know, I want to see... Is he using all this analytics stuff? Has he changed as a manager? I don't know. It's a story you don't want to know. Because you fear that it, that he's now become great and you lost him. Well, that division has been a head-scratcher this year anyway. They're all good. Dodgers are, are playing well, even though Mookie Betts has not had a good year. Mookie Betts has not had a good year. But he is having, as a manager, they're having a great year. you got to give him credit for something. Oh, I do, to this point. But you want him to crash and burn. (laughs) You know me too well. Let's see, blah, 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 blah. I just got this. So I just got called. And the call came up as Hartford, Connecticut. I was like, oh, no. okay. So I didn't answer it. Let's see. I want to ask you about a project I'm working on about the 2016 football team. No rush if you're interested. I can call, email, or text more details. Would not be a big-time commitment, but could be worth a lot of money that you give to the Mark Peter Catrillo College Fund. And then by all over, means. And would be done over Zoom. Thanks, as always, for your time. Okay. <laughs> thought I'd, you know, mention this possibility. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like the 529 program, only it's cheaper. All right, so. 
But your guy, Gabe Kapler, you want him to crash and burn. It's what you want. You relish failure. Trips to the corner office must delight you. Well, <laughs> depends on the day. Oh, no, they're different levels of failure. <laughs> Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. <laughs> different levels. I want to talk about something coming up. And it's something I touched on in the previous hour. And it is about the loss of instinct in sports. Instinct, to me, is one of the charm of sports. And the problem is, I see it's 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 now it's, it's the point it sticks out. We'll talk about that in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. It's good to have the hate back on the show. <laughs> it's good to be back. It, it, it's just every time I turn around, just so many things you don't like. <laughs> well, I've agreed with you for today for the most part. Well, you had to. I made nothing but good points. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was your choice? <laughs> we need to get back in sports like a, a little more instinct. All right? It's, I feel like we're losing instinct in sports. Uh, now, in the NBA, you can see, or in college basketball, you can see the ad-lib aspect to it. All right? Yeah, you run plays, and there's spots you have to be in, and so forth. But in the end, you know, there are all these options, and a lot of them are freelance options. Hockey, yeah, there are plays and the way they run it. Especially on a power play, but like you know, the puck goes here. You better go get it. So you got to ad lib. Patrick Mahomes is a magician when he ad libs, and has to use his instincts to make a play. He's a magician. Aaron Rodgers, a magician when he has to make a play. But now you look at. I'll give you two. Golf and Major League Baseball. You're like, golf? Get to that in a second. In baseball, every time you turn around now, these guys are taking a card out 
and looking at the card or the pitchers taking the card out or looking at their, their cap. What the hell are you looking at your cap for? What are you looking at the card for? The guy's been to the plate against you how many times? You don't know where to play him? Really? Man, you know, there's certain things I want to see. That, that you get rid of it? Get rid of it. There's also a part of me that's not always enamored with, like, hey, let's let's look at the sideline to get the play. Like, let's go. And golf. There was a big discussion today at Torrey Pines about green reading books. Now, there's only one tournament remaining that does not allow green reading books. You know what tournament that is? The Masters. Augusta National refuses to have their their layout lasered. They refuse to do it. But now you got they got to take out the book. What happened to like the ability to get down, read the green, and make a putt? Whatever happened to that? Now, if I want, I could buy a green reading book for. Uh, any golf course I want. I could get it for Susquehanna Valley Country Club. I could buy it. I could buy it for the Penn State Blue Course, White Course, whatever. I can do that. You can buy them now. Right? I mean, but for an amateur player, for the weekend warrior, great. That's fine. Same thing with, with you know, I, mean, I, know when, I always laugh because when Jack and I play golf together, my kids gave me a Garmin. Now, I don't have the, the viewfinder, but it's a Garmin. It just tells you essentially to the center of the green. It's not like pin placement or anything like that. It's just, you know, center of the green from where you are. And every time we're playing, we'll be riding in the car together, and he'll say, hey, he says, he says what does what is the, uh, the Garmin say? I said, 127. Okay, great. Right. Now, for us, okay, that's great. But a pro, for goodness sakes... And they now allow the viewfinder. I mean, they do allow that. U.S. Open, they'll allow it. But whatever happened to instinct? Whatever happened to the ability to walk up to the green, read the thing, and hit the putt? Whatever happened to saying, hey, you know what? Mookie Betts is at the plate. Man, I'll tell you right now, he is, you know, I need to, I need to move over five steps to my right because I know who it is. Well, now I get to take out a card. Move five steps to the right. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, I'm ready. Pitch. They have cards. Whatever happened to instinct? The ability to have a feel for the game and play the sport. Everything is so mechanical and so robotic now. Got to look at the card. You got to look at the card? Really? You think Roberto Clemente looked at a card? Willie Mays, when he went back on that drive by Adcock in the 54 World Series, think he looked at a card? What? You think Yastrzemski? You know how Yastrzemski played the wall at Fenway Park? And Ted Williams was really good before him? He took ball after ball after ball off that wall. 
all the time. Practice. He didn't sit there with a card and go, hey, if it hits here, it's going to bounce that way. The heck? Whatever happened to the instinct of sports, the ability to go out there and, and to have a feel for the game and play. I mean, Bryson DeChambeau, I mean, boy, you take away you take away the, the green book from him. Whoa, hey who? Like like you cut off his pinky finger. Now he can't drive the ball. Like, come on. It's like he took away the book. I mean, you notice in the Masters, he's not competitive. Doesn't have his book. I don't know. I don't know. I wonder about that. Analytics does the same thing. Just saying. I'm just saying, this is what they do. All right. Great to have you with us on the show today. Brought to you by Sunbury Motors. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. And you know what's odd about that? I didn't even read it off a card. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Here on the Steve Jones Show, News Radio 1070 WKOK, final half hour. Matt Catrillo here with you. And Steve is there in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Kia, Hyundai, all new pre owned inventory, all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. And just getting piggybacking off what Steve was saying about the about sports and not being Sorry, I was doing a reference for one of my students. Ah. There you go. She's going after a job in Green Bay, so Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So I, you know. But so I was taking care of that. I mentioned your name liberally by the way. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, by the way, man, how about taking Matt Catrillo? <laughs> Please. <laughs> so I was just saying I agree with your stance from the last segment. Well, of course you do. Like I said, what have I said wrong today? I think you're wrong today. No, you've been good today. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's, it, I mean, I've, I've tried to take the the approach in this show today. Or if I can take a lot of hate off your plate. 
That's the whole key. Can I do that? Can we take hate away from you? We could, I want you to go home happy tonight. Like all that stuff where I was mentioning how Garrett Cole might be cheating, it's just a joke. <laughs> That's all right. I've already dealt with the Yankees stinking up the place this year. As long as the Sixers stay intact, we're all right. <laughs> but I do feel very strongly about... Look, information's information. All right. So let's just take something simple. A job I do. All right. I spend a lot of time during the course of the week getting ready for the game. I'll watch practices. I put together charts. I watch video. But when it comes down to it, over the five and a half hours, six hours that we're on the air, I'm at living it. Jack is, I mean, Jack goes to practices. Dick Girardi goes to practices. Jack and Dick both look at video. All right. They put together their notes. But when the game starts, it's two guys talking about the game. I'm not sitting there reading a script as to what to do. Doesn't mean I'm right about everything. But now I watch people playing, and like they're constantly needing some level of guidance during the course of the game. Like I got to take out a card now. I got to read a card to see well, what's the pitcher looking at. I got to read the card to see how I'm going to pitch him. Didn't you have a pregame meeting? Then the catcher like figure out what the you know what the pitch sequence should be. An outfielder. Um, he's a dead pole hitter. Maybe I had to move twenty steps over in the, into right center. What do you think? Yeah, I think we should do that. Come on. You get on the green. You can't see it's right to left. You need to have it lasered out. Hey, wow, that's right to left. Hey, part of playing golf is you got to read the green. That's part of it. At least I think it is. Now, amateur hour, which I'm an expert at, is amateur hour. Nah, you know. But that's... I, I don't know. Whatever happened to that? I mean, I think I know when it started. I think it really all started with the Cleveland Browns and Paul Brown back in the 40s and and early 50s where he would start alternating guards because one would bring in the play, the next guy would bring in the play, and then he'd be calling all the plays he wanted to control. That was always the big bone of contention between Tom Landry and Roger Staubach. Roger Staubach, when he first started as the quarterback for the Cowboys, actually called his own plays. And then Landry, this is after I think Staubach's mother died, Landry said, hey, look, you know, I know I've had a lot of your plate. I think I'd like to take something off of it because, you you know, you know, with everything happened with your mom and the whole thing. But it was his excuse to, to take the play calling. Now... I mean, does any quarterback out there call plays? Anybody? 
You know, oh, this is the greatest quarterback of all time. Calls on plays? Nah, wouldn't do that. I mean, it's 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 amazing how we are in sports taking away the concept of instinct, taking away the concept of the ability to look and see something and believe it. I don't want sports to be robotic. And we were talking about Gabe Kapler earlier. I felt like Gabe Kapler when he when he was here was making the game for the Phillies, robotic. I mean, that's how I looked at it. Adhering to certain, like, hard and fast rules, like, really? Like, Aaron, you know, the first game, of course, yeah, he knows he made a big mistake with Aaron Nola on the opening day in Atlanta. What did Nola throw? 50-something pitches, and he took them out? On opening day, and he knew it was a mistake. He got he got roasted for doing that. But it is, I think it's part of what makes sports fun. Is the instinctive part of it? You know that moment in there where instinct tells you you don't need the card to tell you that it's fourth down at your own 29-and-a-half-yard line, I think I've got to go for it now. Even though it probably, at the moment, you're like, oh, this is a big gamble, it's a big risk. I've seen that happen a couple times. I mean, my goodness, I mean, Nick Saban, for goodness sakes. I mean, the last ever road game Nebraska ever played, excuse me, the last ever road game Alabama ever played in a non-conference game was here. And early in the game, they had a fourth down and a half yard at their own 29 and a half. And he went for it. Gave the ball to Trent Richardson. And Richardson, to this day, Matt, I'm not sure he made it. Now, they he got a first down. To this day, I'm not sure he made it. Like, wow. But he went for it. My goodness, I saw Joe do that against SMU in 1978. Penn State was behind in the fourth quarter. And Penn State had the ball fourth down and one at their own 29-yard line. And Joe went for it. And this is not with two minutes to go. This There was still like, I don't know, like four, 12, 13 minutes to go in the game. But he felt like he had to do something. So he did. He went for it. Penn State won the game 26-14, to 14, I think was the final. But he went for it from his own 29 and a half, his own 29. I've seen guys do that. Now, I did not see what he did in the Gator Bowl in 1967, where I guess he went for it on fourth down at his own 15-yard line, didn't get it. And I think, who the heck was it? One of the wide receivers went up to him. He said, well, he said, if nobody knew your name before the game, they know it now. (laughs) True story. Um, well, take a but, look at Doug P. too in 2017, the yeah, Super Bowl itself. The Super Bowl itself, was, which was as fun a call as I've ever seen. I mean, the, the the number of times where he came up with something that was daring, because he knew it was the one way to beat the Patriots was to keep them off balance. I mean, Philly special obviously is 
what, what comes to mind, which was an awesome call, but he made a number of awesome calls in that game. He did. The one that I think everybody always forgets was on the drive with the Zach Ertz touchdown, going forward on fourth and one from their own 39 with five yeah. and a half to go. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just that that kind of that, – that, look, I realize coaches and players are paid for winning. I got that. But there is still an entertainment element that because it's entertainment, people buy tickets. Because it's entertainment, people watch – TV or listen to radio. And you can't lose sight of that with all this stuff. You've got the entire, my point of what I was making about my job is I've got an entire week to prepare to ad lib for six hours. Well, you have all week to prepare as a coach and a player. It's okay once in a while to ad lib during the six hours or for them during the three hours and 15 minutes the game's being played. It's okay. How much structure did Kevin Durant have last night? How how often did Kevin Durant have to ad-lib last night to get his 49 points? Ten assists. You're not ad-libbing on rebounds. You're just going after the ball on rebounds. You're trying to get position and, you know trying to figure out which way the ball might go. Instinct is needed in rebounding a lot. But where's the instinct in sport? You've got to remember that. You do spend in football all week getting ready. Even in a series like the Nets and the Bucks, they've got a day off today to get ready for the next one. What adjustment do you want to put in? And then, then where do you go from there? But during the course of the game, the ball's going to take all sorts of crazy bounces, and guess what? You're going to have to add live your way through it. Yeah, you may go up there with a set play. They may blow it up, so you got to go to another option. Okay. How often did Kevin Durant have to add living his 49 points last night? A lot. Or make the decision to dish the ball. There's not, okay, in this play, Kevin, you're going to dish the ball to Jeff Green in the corner for three. No, you've got to be able to, you know, he gets to a spot like he's supposed to be, but guess what? It's up to you to make that play and make the decision. Do I shoot or do I pass it? That's ad lib. Now everything is so structured all the time. And baseball players taking cards out of back pockets and hats. Where am I supposed to be? Okay, let's move the robot over. Ding, 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 ding. I don't want robotic sports. I don't want robotic sports. And I realize coaches feel they have to have more control than ever because guess what? I mean, today Stan Van Gundy got fired after one year with the New Orleans Pelicans, and Scotty Brooks got fired uh, from the Washington Wizards. Okay. Well, I mean, they don't want to lose their job, so they want to have at least go out feeling like they had as much control as possible. I understand that. But I'm talking from the pure entertainment point of view. Man, ad-lib anything is way better than structured anything when it comes to sports, to me. Where it gets crazy all of a sudden, now you got to find a way to do something. I mean, you want to get into unstructured and crazy. Listen to a Shikolumi broadcast on Friday. Back with more in a moment. Great to have you with us today. What? I mean, 
Thank goodness Dave Ritchie understands how to do it. On News Radio 1070 WKOK. Gabby with us on the show today, brought to you by Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Roots 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. Go Hawks, go. Big <laughs> Hawks fan. <laughs> You're brutal. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. You would They had an eighteen point lead the other night. There you are with the little child. And little Luke going by. Don't yell at little Mark that way. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm yelling at Ben Simmons. <laughs> Actually Mark was sleeping by that point. Luke was still up though. Of course he was. He needs attention. <laughs> Little Mark is stealing it all now. He's got, you know, he's the center of attention. Luke was actually clapping with me and making noises with me too, which started to scare Lisa. Noises, clapping <laughs> yes. about what? As I was going, as I was cheering on during the game, like to the Sixers song there. Oh, I, I sing that with him all the time. He practically knows it by now. That's how we work on our counting. It's easy. That's how we work on our counting. Oh. <laughs> you do know the max they can get is three in a shot, right? <laughs> oh, I meant in the song. One, two, oh, three, four, five, sixers. <laughs> so you so the little guy can't get the seven. <laughs> ten, nine, eight, seventy sixers. Yeah, we can do up to ten. So he gets to 11, it's like total confusion. <laughs> Again, how often have I told you? They, there are 14 teams in the Big Ten. There are 10 teams in the Big 12. Missouri is in the SEC East. Don't teach your kids through sports. Yeah, we're not going there. <laughs> we can only do I, math through sports, really. No, I just told you there are 14 teams in the Big Ten. Oh, in terms of scorekeeping. Scorekeeping. Actually, my son Dan, when he was little, you know how I taught him colors? NFL would send me a media guide every year, and on the inside cover of the media guide had all the helmets. So we learned our colors by using the helmets. There you go. That's brilliant. That's how I, do. I know it's brilliant. That's, that's what makes me a dad. <laughs> But that's that's how we did it, right? Oh, look, the Giants, blue, great, right? Eagles, puke green. <laughs> what? No, Eagles, green, right? Cowboys were silver. Yeah, Washington was, you know, he'd say red or whatever. I was, I was gonna have him say, hey, it's maroon. Kansas City, red. Green Bay, yellow. The Jets, awful. <laughs> that might be the puke green right there. Awful. <laughs> no, I mean, so that's how I taught him colors. The Rams are blue and white. 
Or they may have been gold and blue at that point. And the 49ers are gold, and that's red. That's how we did it. The Jaguars, terrible. When he was a little kid, the Jaguars weren't in existence. Jaguars didn't come into existence until 1995, so at that point he was... Right. He would, yeah, 1995, Dan would have been nine years old. At that point, we're pretty good on colors. So... You know, see, that was always the key for me. I was great at history. You want to know why? When I took history, there was much less of it. All right, so. Um, <laughs> much less. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now you got to keep things simple. That's why Dave Ritchie is so good. Keeps things everybody can understand. Meanwhile, Captain Complicated, working next to him. <laughs> He'll be the first to tell you who has told him over and over again, stop thinking so much. Exactly and right. He, and he freely admits, I know, I, I think too much. I said, it's a loose, and I always say to him, that's kind of a loose definition, but yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of traffic in that pattern. I said, guy gains four, it's second and six. I said, that's all you got to do. <laughs> I said, don't, don't try to outthink everybody. Just keep it simple. I'm just, you know, I, I've got so much running through my mind. Although I did see the picture of he and Suit Light together. At Citizens Bank Ballpark for Father's Day. Yes. Suit light with that with that fake beard incognito.